0: Hey there, it's Tracy Kafer with Finding Your Freestyle and today we are doing a pretty low-key November movement reading. I say low-key because I put my camera down on the floor so I can like sit on the floor and relax with you. If you've never attended one of these videos before, basically I am diving into potentials for our group or people that would be drawn to listen to this uh, video. And I'm gonna be talking about themes for the month, energetic themes for the month pertaining to movement and then how that might thread into your life. Um, as well as giving you some practical tips on how to make the most of your practice this month, taking into account these moving energies and cycles. So this is November's movement reading. Keep on listening and thank you for watching. So today we're gonna do our movement reading a little bit differently. It's gonna be more in the realm of how I might read for myself. I'm gonna be using decks today. Um, Normally with our movement readings, I've been doing them 100% intuitively, which means I start to open up the thread of um, thought and um, impression based on the month, and then I'll let that simmer. I'll write notes down as it comes to me, and then that will make its way into the reading. Today, I did not do that. I really wanna see what happens if I just sit down and tap in in the moment while I'm recording, using some tools to assist me. I'll tell you which decks I'm using in case something is like, ooh, what is that deck? I want this for my life. I'll make sure that I put that in in the video as well. So let's get started. Please know this format is gonna be a little bit more impromptu, a little bit different, and how you can be helpful to me, if you like these videos, of course, is to like, subscribe to this channel, and then leave a comment and let me know what you think about this way of formatting our movement readings. Let's go. All right, so the first deck I'm gonna be using is called Practice You. So this is a really nice deck. It actually comes, um, it doesn't come with, but you can buy a journal that will help you like work with the deck and it has the same aesthetic, which is very nice. Um, And this is by Elena Brower, which I believe is a yogi, so. If you've ever attended one of my workshops or intensive, this part will look quite familiar to you. <laughs> Alright, so we're looking at something to focus on that will serve us the best in November. Really interesting we pulled a card that's based kind of in the throat chakra system So this is kind of the bridge between the inner and the outer or the bridge between the mind and the body and this is um, The house of where we communicate um, How we relate with other people and how we share our truths and voice our artistry and creativity and the card that we got is about Forgiveness today. So let me read this to you place one hand on your heart one hand on your upper chest and sit quietly for three breaths. So to me, that would be something like this, which is a really nice way to create a little container for yourself, especially if you don't feel, you have access to feeling your body. And the prompt is, this is how I welcome forgiveness. This is how I welcome forgiveness. So what this is reminding me of, there's some of us out there, who are being a little hard on themselves, being a little bit hard on themselves or maybe a little bit hard and critical and judgmental of other people. Um, when it pertains to movement, I think that this is a, a theme that comes up all the time where we're having to um, embrace ourselves, embrace our reality. I think dance allows us to really escape that in many senses. Um, and I've, I've found that um, fatigue and injury and these different cycles that kind of bring us back back down to this grounded humble place where we're pulling our resources in allows us to find a little bit more compassion and love for ourselves. And so this is how I welcome forgiveness it makes me think of how can I more deeply embrace the weaknesses that I perceive in myself. So. If you're someone who is um, reflecting on your movement and feeling really, not destructive, but um, damaging with the verbal dialogue and the thought dialogue you have about yourself, this is an invitation to soften that inner gaze um, and see how you can share a little bit more love with yourself and seek appreciation. Um, I had a private the other day And One of the things that kept coming up is I was hearing a lot of negative self chatter Which is another thing I find a lot with movers and dancers Um, You know, it's one of our strengths our ability to reflect on ourselves constructively But the problem is we can get into a place where we're not actually very nice to ourselves Which will end up working its way into our dance Um, So softening the gaze towards yourself and seeing how you can be maybe a little bit more loving, especially in this like going into colder winter, winter months where the body is going to resist pushing into gains a little bit. Um, how can you just forgive yourself, forgive your body, forgive the shortcomings, Um, That you have where you might want to be over there producing all of this content and growth and productivity and Amazingness that you know you are capable of but maybe there's something in your energetic system That's not just allowing you to easily go for it um, That is holding you back and this is an invitation to realize that is okay, it is okay to be held back because there's a lot around you in your current reality that you're not noticing that is a gift um, and that can teach you a greater understanding and wisdom about how your system works. Um, So forgiveness, so if you are really struggling with this and you wanna engage, maybe something's resonating but you're not quite sure how, get into a journal and ask yourself, what do I need to forgive? about myself or towards myself and just let the pen move. Breathe, you can even close your eyes as you're writing and let yourself write out what's coming up for you. Or if that doesn't work, I would go to your moving space, set this up as a prompt, whereas you read it a few times, I would say three to 10 times in repetition. Read it over and over and over until it sinks in and then put that prompt down and move and see what comes up. Let your body talk to you and Hopefully there's some useful insights because compassion towards the self is pretty important. There's aspects of you that are not being validated Um, when we push and we try to push and ignore and kind of plow and bulldoze through those aspects that really do exist in our body, in our emotions, in our thought patterns. And the only way to move it is to move through it and compassion towards yourself is going to light the way. So that got a little more woo-woo, but forgiveness came up. See how this is settling into your psyche. If it doesn't resonate, of course, just let it lie and we'll move on to the next thing. All right, the next deck that we're gonna be using is a deck I've used in my um, classes and intensives and all that jazz for many, many years now. And it's called the Moon Deck. This was written and produced by three yogis in Brooklyn. I really love this deck as a creation. Um, they commissioned this handmade box with it, which is really cool. Um, paper quality is really nice. And um, it's just a really practical self love deck. Simple, simple. Okay, we got cards popping out already. I'm gonna pull two cards for this. Ooh, it came up again. I love myself completely and unconditionally. This is a hard thing to aspire to for most of us. Um, You might have pockets where you really feel deep appreciation for yourself and where you are, but I think for the most part, um, we dip in and out of this as truth, so If you're sitting with this affirmation and it kind of knocks against things in yourself, um, things that maybe where this is not true, um, this can be a really good access point to like dialogue with that. So I'll read it again. I love myself completely and unconditionally. So this is a good time to ask yourself what parts of you could use a little bit more love? Um, And this really ties in well with the forgiveness card that we got. The second card kind of lightens this message a little bit, and it says, play is my pathway to joy. Sometimes when we're processing stuff, processing our shadows, um, whether we're doing that you know, in our own way, with movement, without movement, whatever, um, all of us could use a hell of a lot more play. So you can think of this as like purposeless movement. However, I don't really like to think of it this way. Um, things that just feel like you're not aiming to accomplish anything. Exploration, freestyle classes, that kind of thing is a perfect you know, avenue, container for play. Um, but play has no aim. play has no judgment play has no right or wrong and our movement practice can use a hell of a lot of more of this. You may need to grab a friend to help you if you can't find like a playful exploration on your own. Um, you may even seek out a teacher that can help you with games that will help you you know find a playful place of your movement but if you can incorporate more playfulness into your movement, It's gonna really lighten the whole experience, allow you to process and alchemize some of the heavier stuff and do it with um, a bit of lightness of heart and laughter. right? So we can dive deep, we can see our truth, see our realities, but we can also play and we can play and let that stuff lie as well. Because some of the time we do work and then we need to rest. Actually, not some of the time. What am I talking about? All the time. You need to process things, things have to be unpacked, and we do that when we're in a restful place, when the body is in a regulated place, it feels calm, uh, it doesn't feel like it's holding on to a lot, and play is a really good place to let the shoulders drop, let the breath come, let the laughter come. So play more in your movement today. You know, you may need to get out of the dance room if it's too serious of a place. You may need to go take a class that makes you feel absolutely ridiculous. Try it. Next deck, I'm gonna go to the nature uh, side of things, the natural side of things. This is a Whispering Woods deck. It's pretty basic. It really just does metaphorical messaging um, inspired by the forest. (laughs) It's a sweet little deck. I bought it because I loved its little mini format. And it's just sweet. I don't use it very much. Ooh, gosh, this is a soft month. This month is asking for a lot of softness. So softness, idle hours, take some time out to lie on the emerald grass. That may not happen in a practical sense cause it's getting cold out there, but how can you find some time to be idle? Not to say that your whole day needs to be unproductive, but especially with the way things feel nowadays this year this end of this decade um, there's just a lot more activation there's a lot more um chaos if you will and taking those moments to be idle those moments where you're not doing anything um can be really really wonderful and i'm actually being drawn to suggest that you do that in your movement So this is quite a challenge for those of us that find it hard to stop and be still, but in your freestyles this month, challenge yourself in the middle of your dance to completely come to a hold to a freeze, to a place where you can sit in the moment, take a breath, and not be creating anything. So you may, if you're a pole dancer, you may be holding onto the pole, and you're like in a whirlwind of creativity, and then you're like, ooh, this is a good time for idle, and I'm gonna stop and actually notice what I've been doing. (laughs) So pausing, breathing, noticing, observing, going into that being state. Where you are maybe noticing what it is that, what kind of train you've been taking down the line, um, and that will allow you to have a little bit more information, that will allow you to create more space. And it is very hard to do um, in the flow of things because we tend to not wanna stop. And even teachers can sometimes suggest not stopping but I think it's a really radical move to find pauses, freezes, holds, rests in your practice, in your own dance. Like in a two-minute song, finding three places where you do nothing, just taking up space, being, inhabiting your body. It's harder than you think, um, and it's really powerful. All right, so the last thing that we're gonna do today, and I hope you've enjoyed this kind of playful new format. Oh, uh, the blind spot oracle. This is not even available yet. This is a teal swan deck, my lady, my girl, teal. Um, this deck is pretty cool because it goes into the blind spots, into the subconscious. I'm more and more drawn in my own practice to go into those dives because that's where you pull out more radical change and growth. Um, and you stop avoiding things. And so, you know, you can think of this as shadow work. You can think of this as going into your unconscious. You can think of this as bringing more awareness to things, but we're gonna just see what are we not aware of right now for the month of November that we can get more aware of. Now something I wanna share that's coming up, and I'm noticing (laughs) these videos seem to have a theme um, and they seem to have a mindful track, meaning I feel really drawn to continue to bring the people watching this to a place of just mindful awareness, gentleness, softness. It's coming up month after month. I don't know if that's because I started these as we're moving into fall, um, or if that's just something we have to hear over and over again because life lived in this reality just doesn't cultivate that without just our choice making to bring ourselves to these more um, loving places. And um, I think there's a lot of moving in embri- moving environments that don't have soft gaze, that don't have gentleness, and aren't actually tapping into the power of that. Um, so it keeps coming up. It's gonna continue coming up. So I guess I'm the messenger of that. All right, what are we unconscious of for November? So she did this deck with um, sigils. So This is the sigil. 63. Here we go. Hmm. So I'm gonna read this to you because this is a new deck for me. Um, and obviously you can see it's pretty hard to read. Pushing them away. If you have drawn the sigil in this situation, you are pushing someone or something away that you should not. Are you pushing away someone so that you can avoid the pain of pushing you away? Are you pushing away their help? Are you pushing away their love? Are you rejecting someone? Are you dismissive, minimizing or unloving in some way to them? Damn, this reading, Mm, okay. Are you denying something? Have you disowned someone or something from being a part of yourself? And I think the way that we're gonna really tap into this this month is through that um, pathway of forgiveness and Let me keep going. Are you telling yourself that someone can't see, hear, or feel and understand you? Are you maintaining a self-concept of being different to and apart from others? Are you telling yourself a story about something that is causing you to push it away? If you have drawn this sigil, you may need intimacy, but you are absolutely terrified of it. Intimacy can be broken down into three phrase Three word phrase, into me see. First and foremost, intimacy is to see into one another so as to deeply connect. Intimacy goes beyond just seeing someone though. Intimacy is seeing into, feeling into, listening into, perceiving and understanding someone. I'm not reading someone, I'm reading you. Um, It reminds me of practice moving practice being a place where avoidance has gotten a little too ripe to have genuine intimacy with someone we have to be willing to commit to becoming an expert on them you may be terrified that intimacy is going to lead to something that feels bad and it does and that's okay (laughs) for example we may be terrified that if we let someone really see the truth of us they will not tolerate it or accept it if they know the truth of us, they may use it against us later." Ooh, you know what that reminds me of is the parts of our practice that we hide from Instagram, which I think I did a challenge on Instagram recently about you know, being here for the movement, being here for that process, and trying to integrate more of the aspects of you that you just hide completely from the social sphere um, because of worry of being rejected. And for example, I see it a lot with people who hide Um, different styles or different ways of moving because they feel like they're a master at one side or one element and so of course they can't share the other element where they might be perceived as weak or um, not as good because then that becomes the entire concept that people have of them Um, but like I think I think in this day and age we're really waking up to the fact that we are multitudes not singularities like I am not one kind of mover and I don't move in one way and actually my life is more full um, and more joyful because of allowing in my multitudes. And um, If you can't let in the aspects of your practice uh, because of fear of rejection, you're really doing yourself a disservice and you're really getting to an avoidance coping mechanism where you're just kind of showing your shiny side and hiding your other side. But this other side actually is a huge part of you and, um, it's not something to be afraid of and not something to hide. Um, and actually becomes more, um, dare I say it lovable when it's vulnerably shared. If they know our weaknesses or vulnerabilities, they can capitalize them to our detriment and conversely for their own best interest. If they know what we really want, they can use it as leverage to control us. If they give us closeness, we may feel like we are obliged or obligated to make them happy, happy in return, which is a kind of indebtedness, and have lost our freedom as a result. I mean, how many of you feel indebted to deliver certain things to your community, your classes, your students, your friends? Um, it gets—it's a tough cycle when we are not when we are avoiding um like sharing ourselves and even sharing ourselves with ourselves if they find out things about us that they might that they might judge as bad or wrong they might increase our feelings of shame Ooh, shame is big guys or even abandon or reject us if we let them in they might find a way to engulf us completely so that we do not even have ourselves at all i mean this is the big problem with um being in intimate situations, being in, in places where we're seeing into people and we're seeing into ourselves, is <sighs> so we feel like we get lost or we feel like we'll lose something if we share it. Um, I notice this a lot with people who hold their information, um, their skill set, their softer aspects like tight to their chest. Um, but I, I would be a, pers- a person who would argue. That that's not ultimately serving the community and also not serving them, but it really does. It is a personal choice on what people um, acknowledge openly to themselves or acknowledge openly to others, um, and that that is a personal choice, and that depends on many many factors because uh, shame and judgment are real things, and we come from you know we come from situations and upbringings that um, maybe we assume people are not gonna attune to us and aren't really gonna be there. So um, this is all just coming up right now, but it may be wise to spend some time imagining being completely close to someone and having no distance between yourself and another person so that they can see, feel, hear, understand you and be permanently linked linked to you and see what deep imprint of fear arises in us as a result. So again, I'm gonna turn this back to self Um, Using your movement practice as a vehicle to really see yourself and to really be real with yourself about where you are and what you're enjoying. And um, sharing it can be really powerful. Obviously it's uncomfortable, it brings up stuff, um, but imagine what we could, what kind of freedom we might have access to if we move through that, standing on the other side, looking back and realizing that it really did serve us to open um this sigil is asking you to look at what you are pushing away in this situation and why this sigil is asking you to bring them or it closer including them or it as part of you and including them or it in yourself and in your life instead so that's a big integration point um i will close with and this is a long video because of the whole um deck situation. So if you have lasted this long, I appreciate you and I hope something is useful here. I take a deep breath and just kind of feel what I want to close with. Get uncomfortable this month. Put yourself in situations where you're uncomfortable, whether that is discomfort because you're in a place place where you're being more playful or uncomfortable because you are exposing things that you have been kind of holding close to you. Um, and getting uncomfortable with yourself as you inner reflect on um, what you're avoiding um, and maybe what you're being harsh about within yourself about yourself. You know, the tools that can assist us, of course, are things like Um, getting support through teachers, therapists, um, practitioners, of course, Um, things like breathwork, meditation, mindfulness, nature, music, art, you know, use these things to really hold you in the work that you're trying to do for yourself. And when I mean the work, you know, we, you know, This is the assumption that we're in this life to experience and grow, and that growing and moving is life in of itself. And when we're not moving and we're not growing, just think about the joints. If you're not moving, what happens? Um, with that assumption that we're here to enjoy and grow, of course, that that's a direct mirror to what we're doing in movement. We're experiencing ourselves, we're experiencing our lives, we're experiencing our bodies, and we're experiencing growth. And, you know, the things that get the fuck in the way of that are things like avoidance and things like shielding and the things that may have really served us in order to be safe. But maybe this month could be really interesting to see what kind of um, growth you can accomplish or growth you can experience by moving through some uncomfortable points and get the help you need to do that. And... Of course, I have to finish this with saying that if you're doing that work, it's gonna need time to unpack. So that might mean more rest, more sleep, better eating, Um, some of the stable movement work, like conditioning that will help hold the the work that you're doing without getting um, into a place of fatigue and injury. And um, sometimes getting uncomfortable is not just about physical discomfort, it's about other things. Um, I can hear myself and my own messaging because I'm about to go into a training this weekend that I'm definitely gonna be uncomfortable, but I know I'm gonna get so much out of it. But it's like that threshold of, Ooh, I know I'm gonna be pushing through things where I'm gonna really see my weaknesses and see how my body is devolved. Um, but that's reality and that's where I'm going to come to a place using play and using like compassion and forgiveness towards myself to like walk the path. Otherwise, I'm not going to be walking the path at all. So I hope this video was helpful to you and giving you a few updates with online this November. I'm going to be um, touring a little bit. Um, traveling a little bit and so there are only two online classes one is next monday and then the following friday so in the same week the monday and the friday and if i'm able to do a spontaneous one on the road i will otherwise we'll do more sessions in december but we do have some new people joining us for these sessions so if you haven't worked online with me now might be really good time because i see some new faces coming so you would be in good company Um, Other than that, stay tuned from me for um, updates on how you can work with me in person, in shorter, deeper bursts. I'm gonna be bringing some things up here where I live. Um, That's all in the future. Our online February immersion is completely full and um, that's February 27th. Um, There is a wait list, but it is currently full and sold really fast, which I'm so like, oh, so in love and excited. Um, But that Sunday, March 1st, we are going to be holding a, a workshop called Trauma 101, Safer Spaces for Movement. And that's going to be led by Dr. Jess Linek, who is one of my best friends. Um, and she's gonna be really creating an inter- intersection where we're getting um, more aware of how trauma is coming in the room, into the classroom, because spaces are, you know, preaching more mindful and empowering spaces. However, trauma is a reality that people walk in with in their bodies, um, and we wanna help. We wanna help get really practical about what that is, what that looks like, and how we can be safer teachers in, in experience, in queuing, um, and just in knowledge. So. That workshop is open and there is currently space. That will be held in San Diego on March 1st, Sunday night. Um, Maybe you wanna take a drive down and, um, and try something new. I'd be happy to have you there. I will put the information in the comments down below, but otherwise, let's end this video. Thank you for your time. Sending you so, so, so much love. Stay warm, protect your body, get uncomfortable, and play. Goodbye.